I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Thursday. Today, we are talking all about the subtypes of type five. This is another one of those episodes where it got lost in the shuffle between transferring services and a lot of people have been DMing me saying, hey, I want your subtypes of five episode and it is finally back. Hooray. Um, But first, our rosebud and thorn. So my rose for today is that y'all here in North Carolina, it is 80 degrees. Right now, as we speak, my windows are open. It's a little bit balmy and I cannot believe it. I can't believe it. My thorn is that I have approximately 3 million houseplants and one of them is sad. And I don't know why looking at it makes me so stressed out. Just having the one, the one plant that is like not thriving stresses me out. We sold a mattress on Facebook Marketplace the other day and the girl came in and she complimented my plants and I said, I have, (laughs) my response was like, I have one that's unhappy. (laughs) Like, Like I am obsessed with the fact that there's this one that is not thriving. We'll figure it out. My bud is that I am changing up my work schedule a little bit. Again, I thrive with change and I have a lot of projects that I'm kind of chipping away at slowly over time and there's not a lot of time in my schedule and a lot of honestly like a lot of energy for me emotionally to really make like big progress on these things and so what I've decided to do is I am going to change my work schedule from Tuesday through Saturday and take Sundays and Mondays off. This is great for me. I used to do Mondays off way back in the day in another business, and I really actually love having Mondays off. It makes me feel like I'm playing hooky a little bit. Working on Saturdays feels like I'm doing something crazy, and I'm always more productive and more creative on Saturdays. And so I'm just going to dedicate Saturdays to really making intense progress in some of these projects. And This is what I'm talking about when I talk to you guys about your time and owning your time. You can be so creative in solving your problems. Um, Sometimes it just means like listening to yourself, asking yourself what you need, and being creative with your solutions. So this is what I'm looking forward to is just this creative solution to a current problem in my life. Okay. I am pumped to dive into subtypes of type five with you today. As you know, if you've been a friend of the podcast for a while, you know I believe that subtypes offer us so much more distinction in the Enneagram types than any other element of the Enneagram. This is my opinion, but I like to reference the work of Beatrice Chestnut. She's my personal favorite subtype work, so as I mentioned in our intro episode, I'll be heavily referencing her work here, and she is aware of that, and she said it's okay. Now let's dive into the subtypes of type five. I wanna be clear that if you're still getting your bearings with what type five is, then I encourage you to listen to my type five breakdown episode first and then come here for this one. Otherwise, you're gonna be missing a bit of crucial groundwork that adds much needed context to this conversation. 
And as a refresher, there are three subtypes of each Enneagram type, social, self-preservation, and one-to-one. -one. We all have all three subtypes, but typically we have one that is dominant, one that is repressed, and one that is secondary. In all of our subtypes of five, we're going to talk about their relationship to avarice, meaning greed. Now, not in the traditional sense of the word greed, but more so in the sense that they want to hoard their researches, whether that be time or energy, vulnerability, so that they never have to rely on anyone else. You'll find that each subtype expresses avarice in its own way. So first we're going to talk through the self-preservation type five. The title for this is Castle. The truest essence of a type five. This is like the fiveiest of the five. This type five expresses avarice through privacy. The title castle implies that they hide behind tall walls that keep them hidden or over a private sanctuary. This protects them from the feeling of being intruded upon by others and the world at large. Self-preservation fives have the strongest boundaries of any other type on the Enneagram. To this type, the external world can feel brutal, hostile, or intrusive. So self-preservation types would rather limit their needs and their wants versus asking for support in any way. Their need for privacy can mean that they prefer to get on by with very little, even in terms of emotional support, so that they can be alone and unbothered. A tactic for hiding for some self-preservation fives is finding ways to fit in, so they may appear more sociable so that they don't have their boundaries challenged. They may watch the behavior of others and even mimic it. Ultimately, this is exhausting for the five and they end up resenting the need to play that character, but it often gets them by. Now, this subtype of five may connect deeply with a few trusted people, but they will very seldom show that anger may feel like they're connecting, but the type five is simply studying or placating them, not necessarily forming a relationship. This type is the least likely to mistype themselves as they're the most obvious type five. We're going to take a quick break and talk about today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy and fun. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Try meals ready in 20 minutes or less, lightning prep recipes and quick recipes and lunches perfect for your busy schedule. HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh has a wide variety of easy, delicious options for all three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between. We have been HelloFresh customers for over three years. Like we are obsessed. It is the easiest way for us to maintain a, a regular schedule and not order out more than we would like to. And every meal that we get is packed full of yummy flavors and veggies, and it makes us feel like we can cook nutritious and delicious meals at home without having to become professional chefs ourselves. And like I said before, most recipes are under 30 minutes, meaning I can come home from a busy workday and have dinner on the table in 
30 minutes. That is key when you live a life like ours. Go to hellofresh.com slash egram12 and use code egram12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash egram12. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Thank you, HelloFresh, for supporting the podcast. All right, let's get into the social five. The word for this one is totem. This subtype of five, avarice is connected to knowledge. They use knowledge to compensate for the nourishment that relationships would provide. The title totem is there to represent the need to relate to people who share their intellectual values. The social five focuses on higher values and ideals. This can look like not being present in the here and now, and in some cases, not being present in life on earth. Social fives admire and collect people who share their ideas and interests. An excerpt from the Complete Enneagram says, in their search for meaning, these fives can become spiritual or even idealistic in a way that is actually counter to real spiritual attainment because it bypasses compassion and empathy and the practical level of how people connect to each other in ordinary life. This tendency is the prototype of what is sometimes called a spiritual bypass, in which a person looks for and devotes himself to a higher ideal or a valued system of knowledge as a way of avoiding doing the emotional, psychological work he would need to do to grow and develop. These types desire to be someone important as well as someone who lives up to their ideals without showing emotion. This type five can look like type sevens because they can be fairly outgoing and show excitement about ideas and people. They differ as they are more reserved and less emotional than sevens often are. All right, our final subtype here for type five is the one-to-one, which is titled confidence. And this is the counter type. As a reminder, with our subtypes, there's one type that is called the counter type. This is a different for every single number. For type five, it is the one-to-one five. And this means that there's a little bit of conflict in that core thing. So with type five, it means they have a push-pull with avarice. It also means that though you relate to the motivations of this type, maybe you don't always resonate with the behavior. So avarice in the sexual or one-to-one five is defined by Chestnut as being most expressed through an ongoing search for a connection that will satisfy their need for an experience of the most perfect, safest, and satisfying union. This subtype has a passion for finding their soulmate, one person to live up to their high ideal for what love is and can be. This type five is much more emotionally expressive than the other two subtypes and can resemble a type four more often. Unlike other counter types, this five may seem much more like other fives, except for when you get into their idealistic romantic place. This is where they may be incredibly emotionally expressive in their creative work, but not so much in the everyday world. This five is drawn to utopian fantasies and ideal romantic partnerships. They create a mystical idea of love that may not exist in real life. Confidence is the title for this type is speaking specifically to confidence in your ability to trust a relationship. The idea that you will find the person who will stick by you through thick and thin. It's hard for people to live up to the sexual five's ideal romantic partnership and can be difficult to live up to their expectations. 
There's this deep desire for ultimate transparency with their partner. For some, they may want this with lots of people. If this type were to mistype, which is pretty unlikely, they would likely mistype as a four, especially if attached to the stereotype that fives aren't emotional. I hope this was helpful in your understanding of the subtypes of five. As always, it is such a joy to create this content for you. If you appreciated today's episode or any episode this week, it would mean the world to me if you took just a few minutes and left a rating and review in iTunes. Thank you all for joining me and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.